Hello, and welcome to the Keep It Local Maine podcast, where we tell the stories of local business owners, artists, and entrepreneurs, and learn more about what they do, who and what inspires them, their challenges, successes, and more. My name is Todd Regalinski. And I am Kimberly Regalinski. And we are the publishers of Keep It Local Maine, a magazine that helps to showcase local businesses to the people in and around their communities. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast that you can subscribe to on most streaming services such as Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and others. You can learn more about us at Keep at localmain.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube through the links in the show notes. In this episode, we'll be welcoming back Jackie Lindstedt from Jackson Bard. Jackie Jacks Lindstedt, a seasoned footwear professional and entrepreneur, launched her own label, Jackson Bard, in 2014. Created to solve her own footwear needs, Jackson Bard provides footwear solutions that offers a custom fit, comfort, and effortless style. Her designs combine historical techniques with modern influences and responsibly curated materials, which set her styles apart in the current comfort category. Jackson Bard footwear is designed for women who desire options that help them look and feel their best all day long. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. You are a main business. A main business. That means you're the backbone of our community and a force for good in Maine. At Gorham Savings Bank, we think you deserve a bank that sees your business as more than a balance sheet. Every Maine business deserves that kind of bank. Call, click, or come by to learn how we can help your business thrive. You're a Maine business. We're a Maine bank. Let's get to work. Gorham Savings Bank. Banking is believing. Member FDIC. Welcome back to the show, Jackie. We are so glad to have you here today. Oh my gosh, thank you so much and so excited to be here. There's a lot to talk about today. I know. You it's there's been so much going on. I've been following you on social media and I'm I'm so excited because I want to tell people like what you've been up to since the last time we talked um 8 months ago. So w- oh, what are the new months. things and what are things that are happening? Well, Eight months ago, I was featured on QVC, which was a huge introduction on the national scene for my little Mm. brand, Jackson Bard. And that has been such a huge learning and powerful experience that it has sort of created a a wave of interest, which is, of course, Mm -hmm. what we all want. And Mm -hmm. it has Mm. opened the door to some very big partnerships coming up this spring, which we'll talk about, I hope, uh, later on here. So that has sort of been the big one is this interest in clogs, which is having quite a moment right now in this whole Mm -hmm. wellness category as people sort of revisit this hybrid work from home and this casual sort of atmosphere now. It's, It's really the perfect storm or the perfect time for my brand. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's fantastic. It is. I mean, now that I think about it, and yeah. I, I've, I never have given clogs that much thought because <laughs> I, I don't know if the clogs are really a thing for guys, really. Do I don't know. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. I've, I've never been a they're, they're I've never comfy. been a clog sort of fella. They're comfy. Uh, but that now that I'm thinking about it, that is one of the perfect work at home shoes. Yeah, seriously. Slip it on, slip it off. Just you know, kind of mm-hmm. trucking around in those. Like I, yep. I can see where this is a this is like the clogs moment to shine. It is. Yeah, for it sure. Is. And we are definitely having a moment, which is wonderful. That is so exciting. Yeah. So with the increased ex- exposure that you've had from being on QVC, how has that changed your business, uh, both positive and negative, if there's one of each or a couple of each? Well, the change certainly is the attention, which is wonderful. And, you mm-hmm. know, the inquiries, which is great, and the new interest and in certainly new customers. And it's also put a lot of pressures on my supply chain, which is good, which is what we want. But the mm-hmm. pressures that we're all experiencing out in the world today is getting everything here and on time without things being stuck 
someplace has yeah. forced me to revisit my supply chain and how I build my product line. And so over this past eight months, I've kind of been toying and working on building the idea of bringing my shoes to be made in the USA and specifically made in Maine. And why not? Because it's yeah. amazing. Yes. You know, Maine, again, and I say this all the time, Maine has a history of footwear and shoemaking. Mm -hmm. In addition to that, because my, my clogs are made of wood, we have this whole forestry, you know, sector. Why aren't these two industries marrying? And that's sort of where mm -hmm. I w like to fit in and sort of call attention to that we should be, you know, rebuilding these things, but do it in more of a modern way. And sort mm -hmm. of how can we make these like precision and high tech manufacturing? How can we, how can we involve all of this and kind of automate and bring these good high paying high tech jobs, things that are interesting, but also building things. Mm. So, so I'm kind of working and wrangling with all of those issues right now. And Hope to have it up and running by February is the goal. And we're on track oh, wow. with that so far, which is wonderful. That is fantastic. That's so, a whole lot of movement for a few months. Yeah, that's a whole, <laughs> a whole lot of it's going a, on. It's a Herculean effort. Uh, there's no question about it. And you're wow. doing it right over the holidays, which is perfect planning because that'll be so stress-free, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's nanny here. Holy smokes. No. no. <laughs> That is that is one of the great things about being a, a you know self employed or a business owner is mm -hmm. you just you look at that time of year and like well I've kind of been preparing for this the whole year because yeah, it's true. all year is kind of stressful when you're a business owner so oh, okay what's yeah. a little more at this point there is not a day that isn't unstressful you know and you you kind of think to yourself gee what hat am I there's so many hats and so many things that you have to mm -hmm. do and manage it's it's incredible but at the same time I feel sort of accomplished about what I've been able yes. to learn and mm. manage. And that to me is priceless. I feel For like sure. my confidence level and, you know, kind of managing a lot of other tasks where I thought it would be super paralyzing. And I think we've talked about this before where you kind of have to check yourself and remind yourself, you're not the only person that's had to go through this. And so mm -hmm. that helps calm my anxiety, my, my stress levels on that and just sort of break things down one task at a time and get through it. Doesn't mean that they all get done in the day, but at least mm -hmm. we're we're checking them off. Yeah, yeah for sure. And also, mm -hmm. I mean, at least for me in those moments, because I have that same thought. Like, okay, it's I'm not the first person to experience this trial, this problem, yes. this whatever. The second yes. thought I usually have after, like, okay, well, I'm not alone in the boat. Mm -hmm. The second thought is usually, okay, how can I find out how other people handled this? Yeah. Do you have a kind of a go-to when you yeah. when you go yes. looking for those answers? I do call people. Definitely. And we talked in our last um, interview, we talked about, you know, building your team and having mm. that network of people, you know, finding your Jackie, your support person to mm. kind of encourage you and keep you motivating. But the other thing I want to call out, and, and I don't know if this is appropriate or not, but the SCORE team for small businesses mm, has been awesome. instrumental in mm. kind of guiding me and encouraging me. They are such a wonderful resource here and a shout out to them and my mentor has is a perfect fit. Mm -hmm. So I think they That's do a fantastic. tremendous job at helping people kind of navigate this world where you're not really sure. Mm. Yeah, that's fantastic. I've heard mm -hmm. so many great things about yes. this. Yeah. And just all encourage. the great work that they do. Yep. I would encourage anybody starting a business in business, go talk to them. They're just wonderful. Yeah, mm. we should definitely put links to that in the yep. in the show notes as well. Yeah, sure. So what have been some of your favorite experiences from the last few months? It sounds like you've got some big wins. You know, being in sales and trying to sell yourself is always hard, especially for me as 
we've talked about I'm an introvert, so it's hard to kind of put yourself mm-hmm. out there and acknowledge that, that you're going to have some critics. But mm-hmm. the piece that I think brings it together is what you're trying to do and what you're trying to achieve in my story is bringing things and telling a story of making things here, things that sort of fill a need that resonate with people and that whole storytelling. And when I started talking about making my shoes here in the U.S., holy cow, the interest, everybody wanted to know a little bit more about it and Mm. what I was doing. And so that is a huge Mm. piece of information. I think everybody should understand that I feel as a society, you know, we're we're looking for things that we can make a difference in Mm. how we purchase and spend our dollars. Mm -hmm. I feel companies that make things here and create jobs, good jobs are Mm -hmm. important. So that was a huge inspiration when that interest level perked up, you know, when I just sort of planted the seed and posed the question, my, my inbox lit up. (laughs) Mm, That's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So my first question kind of following up on that is when you deal with the critics, when you deal with Mm -hmm. criticism or or any kind of negative feedback, Mm -hmm. do you have kind of a a process that you go through with that? Because I I think we all deal Mm -hmm. with that in Mm -hmm. different ways. Yeah. How do you, how do you kind of process and deal with that? Well, usually when somebody says, you know, like, oh, those shoes are not going to work for me. And here's why, you know, that to me is an opportunity to kind of refine my story. And maybe my advertising was targeting the wrong person, you know, Mm. looking at it that way. So I never look at it as sort of bad. It's sort Mm. of, okay, okay, that isn't going to work for that segment. Okay, we need to make sure that we're not trying to focus or sell to that group, they'd be disappointed. But also, if it isn't, and maybe there's something that I didn't think of before that I could offer them that maybe they would like, maybe I could try. Maybe they would be a good sounding board to post new ideas from. And so when somebody says, this isn't going to work, I always like to keep them on my question board. And when I ask people that, they automatically become much more interested and honest, and they want Mm -hmm. to see how they can help. Generally, that's how I have been able to kind of turn some critics around. That's great. That is really interesting yeah. because mm-hmm. I, I do feel like there there's a lot of times that I wish someone had asked me a follow-up question yeah. when I offer, you know, some feedback or something All and you time. kind of walk away and go, oh, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't want to necessarily volunteer more because I don't want to pile on anybody on, on or anything, but I kind of wish they'd asked me a little bit more because I, mm-hmm. I could have. I could have maybe helped or anything like that, you know? Yes. Yeah. So I don't look as critics necessarily as bad. It's sort of an opportunity to figure out more opportunities and learn a little bit more and, and kind of be inclusive. So when somebody has those comments, I am much more curious. I want to talk to them and figure out what it is that they're dealing with or what their thoughts are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, there is also that line between critics and trolls. <laughs> and yeah. The critics, yeah. You, you want to be curious and question the trolls, just don't feed them. Yeah, we just, you don't feed, <laughs> don't feed them. the trolls. Yeah, you can't. Good, you no, just, you can't. You just got to shelve that and, and move on. And, you know, I, I honestly, I haven't had any of those, which is That's, that's nice. good. It feels yeah. really good. And, now, and maybe there... I just don't, maybe I just don't notice it. <laughs> I don't know. But... I yeah. feel like, for the most part, people do want to see you do well. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah, for sure. Those are few and far between. Giving less volume to, to yeah. folks who just want to outright just give you. Yeah, you gotta be able to tune out that noise. Yeah, that, yeah. that yeah. negative stuff, and and just focus on what's good. Yeah. Have you had like specific challenges or or kind of hurdles, or mm-hmm. what has the process been like of deciding to bring your your actual mm-hmm. manufacturing, you know, the making of the shoes to Maine and, and making that very local like how, how how's that process been and has there been anything that specifically is like wow this was a big thing 
Yes, every bit of it is a challenge, you know. Mm. Finding sources for wood and prices are all over the board and a stable mm -hmm. source. And mm -hmm. one of the things I've learned is, you know, making sure you have more than one source. That's mm -hmm. what got us into a lot of trouble with our supply chain early on in the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And making sure that you have backup sources and good relationships with all of those sources and mm. being honest with them. So there's that piece. But, you know, when you start bringing things here, you also realize a lot of the skills and a lot of the things left. So these few little pockets that are here are also maxed out with their own workforce challenges and what they've kind of got mm -hmm. here is sort of an aging resource. So we got to kind of mm -hmm. teach and rebuild these interests of hands-on and building things here. I feel like that's a huge opportunity, you know? Yeah. So there's those sorts of challenges, but also embracing things that we are kind of like we used to as Americans, we like things on demand and mm -hmm. how can we make footwear on demand? And I started to think about this and that's where I started to feel like there are some, certainly some styles where I'll be able to offer sort of an on-demand customization piece. That is so cool. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. So that's exciting. And, and so while not everything is going to be fast and immediate, there are some things that can. And sort of we just, we've got to kind of, you know, take all of those little elements and work on the things that we can that make it and, and, and embrace the things that do take time. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah. So how would that on demand, can you tell us a little bit more, like how would that work? There's a particular um, style, my signature style, the, the Libby Hill sandal that I have, and I have an, a sister style coming in also for spring that are made out of a fly knit material, which is what a lot of um, running sneakers that you see out there today use and such. And so that mm -hmm. material is very interesting and it allows it to be printed. You can sort of knit patterns. And I will be able to offer on-demand printing and custom colors for hmm. people. They can be able to pick and choose the, the pattern they want, and they can be made on demand. And so cool. taking it a step further, working on trying to, I, you know, and I don't know how I'm going to incorporate this in my website yet. So if anybody has any thoughts, <laughs> yeah, where people could download a template and create and use their own artwork and really make a totally unique pair for them so that that template would be emailed back and I would be able to print on the shoe, the sandal, what their design was and they'd have it. That's fantastic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I could even see that opening up avenues to having artists, you yeah. know, yeah, kind sure. of, uh, here's yes. a, here's a signature line, you know, series mm -hmm. of, of designs from this artist for, so you know, cool. this season. Mm -hmm. And then next season, oh, hey, here's this person and they're yes. going to have their own line. And, you know, so many that's kind of cool. There. So many possibilities. And the beauty of that is that people, yes, can, you know, it's certainly that self-expression, which is really important right now. And mm -hmm. I'll be able to, I have sources where you can pick and choose trims that are unique mm -hmm. to their style. So it's just sort of a little collaboration, whether it's just one or many, will be able to kind of meet that demand. That's, That's awesome, because it seems mm -hmm. like you are you might be sacrificing a little bit of speed, but you're gaining flexibility. Mm -hmm. It is really about flexibility. And, you know, the thing about the supply chain, you know, and the way that we had to import container loads of goods and products, mm -hmm. you know, breaking it down to, you know what, I only need this piece because I can source the rest of this here. And because shipping costs really right now equal the cost of the goods being made. And that to me seems like I can make it here for almost that same price. Mm. Yeah. And the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how some of these things happen. And it's 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 almost like the deck is being shuffled a bit. And yes. people are like, okay, well, now all things are kind of equal. So let me see if I can do this a little bit differently. And it kind of mm -hmm. gives people a permission Incredible. to mm -hmm. change things up. Mm-hmm. 
And that's the thing that we always have to scan and kind of look out for is these sorts of things and keeping our eyes open for opportunities to change and offer a better, more customer service-based product, which mm-hmm. is really what I like to do. And I always mm-hmm. have success when I can be much more intimate with my customers and talking mm-hmm. and hearing their mm-hmm. feedback, even the critics. You know, mm-hmm. I just think it helps build a better brand story, a better product, and just such a loyal fan base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Well, and kind of speaking of, of designs and, and customization, how do you personally generate new ideas for designs? Do you have a specific process for keeping track of them or just a, a kind of a specific process that you follow? Or is is it kind of just new every single time? Well, it's definitely new. And if you saw my workspace, you there's sticky notes. I have notes on my phone. I have notes on my computer. I have ideas and scratches all over the place. So it's not necessarily organized. But it Mm -hmm. follows this approach, and I do this a lot in, you know, where I feel like I'm stuck or I need a new idea. It's that Tim Gunn approach, work with what you've got. I say this all the time. Mm. You know, what are the resources that are around me, and how can I build a product around it? You know, and how will that fit Mm -hmm. in in the marketplace today? Is it appropriate on trend? You know, that sort of filter after I figure out what I've kind of got here. And generally, that works out. The idea is... They're sort of infinite. I feel like creativity comes from all over the place. So I don't necessarily have a source. I like to be open to an experience. I like to sort of talk to people. And, you know, other industries here that that I've been talking to also have good ideas that generate another idea. And it kind of creates this sort of chain reaction. So Mm -hmm. it's not really a good answer. To your question, no, I think that's great. No, I think that's great. <laughs> no, I think that's a. I, and it's it, I, the reason I ask is because we've mm-hmm. we've recently spoken to a couple of uh, songwriters, oh. and even going back, it just I'm very interested in the creative mm-hmm. process and yeah. how different people do yeah. that. Somewhat selfishly, because when I get blocked, I want to be able to then say, "Oh, hey, so and so on a podcast said that they they do it this way. Let me try that to get myself unblocked." So there's a there is a little selfishness to it. Don't get me <laughs> yes, wrong. I'm, yes. I'm kind of I'm kind of fishing for <laughs> solutions myself. But I it, I like that idea. Yeah, you have to be open. You know, something that's mm-hmm. totally different and sort of bringing it in and reviewing it a little bit and something out of your comfort zone helps mm-hmm. kind of keep that creativity going. It pushes you. It's uncomfortable, but sometimes the best ideas come from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they come from, like you were saying, from uh, some restrictions that you might have or, or restrictions you put on yourself. Because mm-hmm. you had mentioned the, the Tim Gunn approach of working with what you have. Yes. That resonates with me because I automatically think of the filmmaker Robert Rodriguez, mm-hmm. who he talked about when he was making his first couple movies. He would make a list of like, OK, what can I get? All right. Yeah. I've got a I've got a school bus. I've got a guitar case and I've got access to a couple houses and this block of buildings in this small town. All right, I'm going to write go. my movie around those things yeah, because I know I can I can use those mm-hmm. and and exactly. letting your you know I, I just love that idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, just sure. looking and being resourceful, asking questions about what's available and trying to figure out where they are and how easy things are to get. That is, I think, how I operate and how I mm-hmm. generate my own creative ideas. Mm. That's great. Yeah. So. What are some of the ways or processes that you use to kind of stay grounded as as a business owner? Well, like I said, you kind of have to reach out to your team and you're feeling overwhelmed or or Mm -hmm. feeling like you're up against a wall with some challenge that you don't necessarily know how to solve is Mm -hmm. making sure that you have those three or four people in your group that Mm. you could say, hey, I don't know how to manage this. How do you manage it? Can you help direct me to somebody who would? And, you know, in my do I need to abandon this and kind of focus on something else? 
those people are so important to have in your life. And mm -hmm. they've just been, like I said, instrumental to me to kind of help and encouraging. That's the other thing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they just, you just need somebody to say, you got this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that, and again, that's another selfish question from us. Like, yeah. okay, how can we, how can we utilize <laughs> yes, some things sure. that other people do? Because we don't have all the answers. We don't have all the answers. You, you know, don't. None of us do. Right. That's the other thing. And you know, this kind of goes back to it. I said, reach out to those people that are there to help businesses. There are so many resources available for entrepreneurs and small businesses mm -hmm. to kind of get advice and. You know, you're not alone. Those challenges are there for everybody, no matter what sector you're in. We all kind of mm -hmm. go through those, you know, those growing pains. Mm -hmm. mm. I think of it, too, is, is, you know, surround yourself with people that are smarter than you, mm -hmm. right? That, yes. that know more than you. But then also be that to someone else. So someone else exactly. that you can also mentor that um, you can kind of help pull along the way. I think it's just yeah. that, that that can be a good balance of. I, sure. I always want to surround myself with people that know a lot more than I do because I feel like I can learn. And then I want to be that mm -hmm. for someone else as well. Yeah. A hundred times. That is so true. You want to be able to give back and encourage somebody else to kind of build their own brand. And that's that's really important. And it's, it's about making people feel good about it and encouraging people to try new things and learn new things for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I like to put it as I put putting yourself in a situation, not just thoughtlessly, but thoughtfully putting yourself into a situation where you kind of have to run to keep up. Yes. And, 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 and then you, it's like, okay, now the learning curve is real steep. So I'm going to have to work hard to do this, but you do it for, for reasons. Cause I, I, well, I know that I'm either going to get something done or I'm going to learn a whole lot of lessons. That and is so true. They might be painful, but I'll learn for sure. <laughs> yeah. Can't help it. It's just so true. It's so true, the, the growing pains of it. But once you do that, there's, like I said, there's this sense of accomplishment that you mm. kind of can look back and you say, oh my gosh, I did that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah and sure. a confidence builder as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what has been one of the more inspiring experiences you've had over the last year? Like I, I kind of go, again, it's, it's being able to adapt. And when you adapt and you pose a question, the positive response to that question has been inspiring for me to kind of embrace, okay, like I said, I'm bringing things back to the U.S. to be made because I can't manage the supply chain. It doesn't help and it doesn't work for my business and my customers. So mm -hmm. that's the huge inspiration. When you start talking about servicing business and your customers, that's what they want to hear mm. and how you're going to solve it. So I find that being transparent about these troubles with people too mm -hmm. has been a huge inspiration and a source of motivation because the more people understand, the more they're going to support you. Mm -hmm. mm. For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. People like to know these troubles that you have <laughs> sort of behind the scenes, you know, peaks at, at how things work. I don't mind mm -hmm. sharing any of that. I feel it's so important. We're not this well-oiled machine. You know, we mm -hmm. have we have hiccups and troubles all day long, but we, this is how we manage it. For sure. I, yeah. I think, I don't know if this is a word, but I'm going to use it anyways. I like making up my own words. But <laughs> Since it just... when has that ever stopped you, Kim? <laughs> I'm just, I'm curious I because... But it, I feel like it gives that humanity. You know what I mean? It, it, is that a word? Humanity yeah. might be... Humanity, is, humanity. It, it does. It just, you know, oh, people... I, I'm, I'm inspired by people that are transparent, that share their struggles, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that can be open about that. That's inspiring to me. Mm -hmm. um, it's so much I, more I love genuine. That. It Very really is. So. 
Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. And those, those are real connections. And, you know, we're not all polished and mm-hmm. picture perfect. Mm-hmm. For sure. Definitely not. <laughs> so how has your definition of success changed over just kind of all the experiences that you've had over the last eight months? How has that, how has that changed? I never thought with the news that I will be have, sharing this spring, I never thought that this spring season would be what it, it is going to be. In, or as soon as it did, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I have to pinch myself about mm-hmm. this. I, I, I just wish I could share all of it, share it with you right now. But I feel like that definition has sort of made me feel so humble and, you know, proud. Like all of these emotions that, mm-hmm. you know, all this work of, you know, these years and years of kind of tweaking, refining, trying, testing has paid mm. off. Mm. Getting yeah. the attention of some big partners is has really been rewarding. And I'm, mm-hmm. of all of that, it just sort of validated my ideas, my business, mm. you know. Yeah, that's, that's so great. It's like you put in all that blood, sweat, and tears, and it finally comes to fruition when you yes. just reach those goals that you just mm-hmm. never thought were possible, that were so far never. away. Mm-hmm. That is and so exciting. Yeah. yeah. Now they're coming to fruition. I, yes. I can't wait. So people are going to need to stay tuned and really yes, uh, pay attention to your social media because you're going to be Whoop. making some announcements yes. this spring about these huge partners that are yes. coming on board. A huge, let's just huge. say huge again, huge partners yes. um, that are coming on board. So people are going to need to pay attention um, because this is super, super exciting. Yeah. Very you also have, a, have an email newsletter that people can subscribe to on your website, correct? You, I do, yes, okay. and I'm, I'm get it, trying to get better about keeping people updated. Social seems to be easier and quicker for me than writing a newsletter. So anybody that yeah. wants to follow along on on Facebook or Instagram, that's I like to post updates there usually faster than I would a newsletter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, well, that, that is kind of moving at the speed of thought when you're when you're on social media, for which sure. is good. So yeah. instant. Yes. Once again, Jackie, thank you so much for, yes. for being with us on the show again. Yes. And uh, this has been a lot of fun. And it is, it's a lot of fun for us to be able to hear just how things have gone for you over the last eight months and yeah. how exciting so some exciting. of these things are that are, that are well, all the things that are going on. They're all exciting. I Everything's mean, exciting. It's such a moment. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So we're, we're so happy for you. We are you. so happy and, for you. And just glad to be able to celebrate your success. And uh, once again, just uh, encourage people to, to check out Jackson Bard and to to follow the links in the show notes. Be sure to subscribe on social media so you know everything that's going on and mm-hmm. some really cool stuff coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, and once again, just thank you so much, Jackie, and, and we wish you continued yes, success. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. So, so excited. Thank you both, Todd and Kimberly. This is always so much fun to talk with you. And I, you know, I look forward to our next interview and hope to ha- even sure. have more news. So absolutely. Jackson Bard will be <laughs> taking over the world. Yes. <laughs> That'll be the one o'clock at a time. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's a that's a new website for you there. One clog at a time dot com. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. I love it. Thank you so much. Have a great day, Jackie. Once again, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Gorham Savings Bank, and encourage you to check them out through the link in the show notes. And thank you again for listening. Mm-hmm.